6.8 here on ESPN 1000. We have our song of the night around 6.50 each night. Not as much hate for that song that I thought we would get. Yeah, I mean, listen, everyone uh, listened to EDM and did coke at some point, right? Really? I would think so. I, I mean, I didn't, but I, I would didn't think... either, so who are you speaking I, for? I think other everyone people... everyone did. I think every... I mean, it's something. You know, everyone did it, except everyone the two listened, people who are every, speaking listen, right no, now. But everybody had that time of, like... Remember that Barbara Streisand song? Yes. And then remember that Turn Down for What song? Like everybody went through that. It's tough to have commentary while it's happening, but now that we're starting to remove ourselves year by year away from the 2010s. Yeah. Like the 2010s were weird, where basically things were viral for like a month and a half at a time, and then they disappeared forever. Yes. Right? Like because uh, sometimes. You know, from time to time, you'll see Sports Center or you'll see something on television reference back to that point. Like, what was the song where LeBron in the Miami Heat turned down for what? That was for turn. And they no, had no, the no, video. No, that was um, Harlem Shake. Harlem, Harlem Shake. Yeah. And so I saw that on TV. For some reason, Sports Center showed LeBron and all of the Heat players doing that. And I thought to myself, I remember when that was thing a thing, and every person in the yeah. country had to come up with their own Harlem Shake. You remember video? the one that was the. Uh, the one where everybody had to stand still? Yeah, it was, it was uh, a, it was a mannequin race. challenge. Yeah, the yes. mannequin challenge. Yeah, yeah, Black Beatles. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the 2010s are a weird time, man. It, it, it's so lame. Yeah. Like, think back to it. It's not like any, nothing stuck. Nothing pop culture-wise from that era, like, stuck where it's, no. like, something that was enjoyable. And now everything is on such a quicker cycle where right. all the challenges are, like, a week long. Now it's down to three days. Yeah, exactly. If you don't do something within the first three days, you're, you're, you're past. Yeah. Black and Abdal in uh, Black and Abdal. Black and Abdal in for Black and Abdal. I would, oh, you know are? what I was going to say? I was going to say in for Greeny. I was so used well, to saying you should that. mention that. Chris. I was so used to saying that that that's what I show announcement. That's why I got tripped up. Funny you should mention that. Like uh, the hack that I am. We will be on for Greeny uh, on Friday. And also uh, to double with the show announcement, there will be no show tomorrow night. No show tomorrow night. We're going party. Uh, no Tyler, no Meller. We're going no, party. Uh, we're, we have a holiday party. Yeah, we got a holiday party. ESPN 1000 holiday party. Yeah. No show tomorrow we night. We can party. Uh, Waddle and Sylvia will take it till 6. And then And then whatever. you'll get ESPN radio programming tomorrow. Yeah. So no one's going anywhere. We just have our holiday party tomorrow <laughs> night. So just wanted to make sure people knew when they hear yeah, Joe yeah, and Amber. Yeah. Isn't that the show that's yeah, on ESPN yeah, Joe radio and Amber, at night? Yeah. Yeah, don't worry about when it. they hear a national show tomorrow night, we're all at the holiday party. We're drinking. Everything's good, but we'll be back on uh, Friday. In for Greeny, 10 a.m. Let Cap know now. Give him a two-day uh, head start. You know what we have to do? We have to keep Cap out as long as possible on oh, Thursday on night. Thursday night? Yeah, I'm because done. Because then we got, he's going to be a mess on Friday. You know, Friday. the last time I, I was out drinking with Cap in Wrigley, I got him to go to uh, Cheesy's at the end of the night. But he'd have to work the next day. I don't know about that. Did he have to work the next day? Might have. Did he have to come in and host on that the next day? Yeah, probably. Okay. So that, that's the goal is we need a, a late night snack with Cap on Thursday night. I'm fine with that. We got to get him somewhere late night. Ooh, Taco Bell. <laughs> I, I can tell you right now, Cap will not yeah, I'm going to get him Taco a cheesy Bell. gordita crunch. He will not eat that. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, it's not going to work. Tom in Norwich, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Tom? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? We're good, man. What's up? Nothing. You were just talking earlier about uh, the Mel Kuyper uh, mock draft, and I think it's a little too early without, you know, what happens at free agency. But what would be wrong with possibly 
drafting a quarterback and forcing a team to trade with you. Just wanted to know your thoughts on that. Ah, Tom in Norwich. Let me tell you this. It's a bold it is, stance. It is simple supply and demand, my friend. Right now, you are negotiating with eight or nine teams that need a quarterback. Now, yes, some of those needs will be filled by veteran quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Derek Carr. I understand that. But right now, nine or ten teams need a quarterback. Whereas, if you draft a a quarterback and let the dust settle and wait for an injury, you're only negotiating with but one team. And there's really not anything to play against each other. You can't say, well, this team's offering me this many draft picks, and this team's offering me this many draft picks, and this player. There's no one to negotiate with except for one team. That's why the most valuable this pick is ever going to be is right now before anybody has a quarterback. Okay. All right, good talk. Thanks for the call, Tom. Appreciate you. We go to Leslie Montgomery. You're on ESPN with the house. That was that was it. That was that was right. I'll let right? you handle it. Sure. Leslie, right? what's was, up? I mean, was I wrong? He literally asked what my name was a second time to make sure you guys got it right. It, sa- it, it says Lyle. It says Lyle. There we go. It says Lyle. Lyle. No, that's Chris's fault. It <laughs> says Lyle bad. on there. Sorry, E1 yeah. on Chris. It that, says Lyle. Poor guy. How'd he make it to radio? I'll never know. Anyway. Maybe we'll get our own show one day, Lyle. Yeah. Maybe. Not likely. Um, Nothing screams NASCAR, by the way, like the chain smokers. <laughs> um, so I called to talk about the draft. I know you guys are talking about trading out of the first slot, and a lot of people are looking at teams like Indy or Seattle. I'm surprised we're not thinking a little lower down. I know we want to get, you know, they're looking at getting either Carter or Anderson, you know, that defensive guy that's still number one on their board. But you look to trade multiple first-round picks for that first pick. You look at teams like the Jets and Carolina who – are almost guaranteed to suck for the next 10 years, you're going to get top picks for three, two, three years in a row, whereas teams like Atlanta, Indy, Seattle, they're probably going to flourish after getting that rookie quarterback, and I don't know if you're going to get as much return with that second or third, first, second-round pick you're going to get. Yeah, I mean, you could, but I think the idea is to get as many as you picks as you can now, and then let's say you get another first-round pick for for the 2024 draft. I think as long as you're getting a first-round pick, it doesn't matter where it is. Like, if you're getting the Jets or the Colts or you're getting the, the Panthers pick or the Texans or whatever, it doesn't matter where it is because it's still a first-round pick and that has very high value, just actually having two first-round picks. Thanks for the call, Lyle. Yep. No we, we go to Scott in Palatine. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Scott? Yeah, this is Scott. Hi Scott. Hi Scott. Hey, you guys. How you doing hey, tonight? So, wait, all right. So, <laughs> what like, can we do? For you? Really quick, I was like, how did I know? screw up, Scott? <laughs> uh, well, that's pretty. That's uh, well. You the can second, have, the second T is silent. Oh, it definitely it, can happen, especially when yeah, I'm the one doing it. Whatever. All right. So I'm going to make this real quick. <laughs> all right. So you know, we just you know, as as Bear fans or something, or just even you know, football fans, you know, it, it's really easy to. To sit there and sit there and and say, hey, I got the I got the first pick, you know, in the draft, and and then you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to I'm going to sell that to a bunch of people, and I'm going to get a bunch of picks, and they're going to be great. But you know, at, reality is, you know, are we better off just taking a stud at number one, or are we better off taking a chance at a couple of picks down the line? You know, it's it's. 
I don't know. I, th- I think it's, it's just it's so simple to sit there and say, oh, we're going to get a bunch of draft choices. And what, what does that mean? What, 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 at, at the end of the day, what does that mean? Do we, get, do we get quality guys, or are we better just going right for Anderson and saying, look, this guy is a disruptor, this guy is going to mess up people, and we're really in good shape? Yeah, and, I, and Scott, I, I think the, the thing that we all kind of assume is if the Bears could move back and get to, like, four, they still could get one of those elite players but still get more assets. Yeah. Where, where you say let's continue to move back, I think you have a valid point in asking how good uh, could that first player you select be if you're, say, 13, 14, 15, because you move back so many times, are you missing out on that elite talent that the Bears desperately need? No, I'm saying I'm saying if you move, I mean I get it. You move back, but but if you move back, what if you miss then? You know, well, but what if what, you miss at number one though, Scott? Like well, the only reason well, that the well, only but, reason but that Jalen, but Scott you took your chance. Well, but the only reason number one, the only reason that Jalen Carter or Will Anderson are rated as the number one pick is because the Bears have it and don't need a quarterback. Like, what are True. the odds that Jalen Carter or Will Anderson live up to the hype of being the number one pick in the draft? Absolutely. No, you're, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, but, but it's such a, it's such a fine line. It's like, okay, so, you know, I, yeah, I have the number one guy and I want to like trade out and I'm thinking I'm going to get these, these better assets because of it. But what if, what if that, what if you just took that stud at number one and he was the guy, because how many times, I mean, you look at, look at the draft, Look at the draft board the last few years, and when you go through, you know, one through five or one through ten, how many of these guys are difference makers, you know? So if you have your chance to maybe get that number one guy, but you're playing a game where, oh, you know, I got the number one, but I can trade out of it, and I get all these draft choices that don't mean anything, though, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, good point. And thanks for the call, Scott. Appreciate you. 312-332-3776. Dino in Chicago. You're on ESPN 1000. Dino. What's up, Dino? Hey, guys. What's up? Dino. Hey. Hey. Uh, I love you guys. Great show. Thanks, Got Dino. A quick question for you. Yeah. Thinking, uh, um, what do you guys think about this? Bears trade their pick next year. Because he can't come out this year, next year, and getting Marvin Harrison Jr. What's the guarantee that they'll be in a position to draft Marvin Harrison Jr.? True. True. You know, I don't know what you guys think about that. I mean, I, I, he's a, he's been playing like a man amongst boys. Now, granted, he got his concussion. He got hurt in his last game. But, yeah. I mean, if he comes back, there, that's a very – I mean, it'd be nice to see him in a Bears jersey. Oh, I agree with you. He, he's going to be the number one wide receiver on the board for next season. Thanks mm-hmm. for the call, Dino. Appreciate you. We're talking Bears with you here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. We'll continue taking your calls at 312-332-3776. I'll have a uh, bit of an update on a conversation we had yesterday. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, yesterday we, we noticed that the paper towels were left uh, unattended for uh, in the kitchen. Yes. Uh, I have an update to that story that we broke to you here on Black and Abdallah. I'll update you on that story coming up next. All right. Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. 
follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. Uh, yesterday, Tyler and Jeff hosted the show tonight. And we uh, were on in the morning for Greenie. And so yesterday, when we were here in the morning, I was walking by the kitchen area upstairs on the seventh floor here at State and Lake. I noticed that the roll for the paper towels, it was just an empty roll. All of the paper towels were pulled off and the roll was just left sitting there on the top of the counter waiting for someone to replace it. So somebody was there, they used it, and then they just walked away with an empty roll left where you place the paper towels. Yeah. And I was walking by the kitchen, and I saw this, and I thought to myself, oh, that's weird. I would get killed if I did that at home. Oh, absolutely. Like, if I just walked away at home from the paper towel and left the roll there. Absolutely. And just went about my day, oh, I'm going to go watch some NBA. Here I go. And then, like, next thing I know, I would get a text from my wife. That is how you start a fight. Well, yeah. And I I would be like, oh, my bad. And she would be like, no, you knew what you were doing. You were just too lazy. Yeah. And I'd say, no, I, I accidentally, but... Yeah, Not really. really. Yeah, but lazily. Right, because you know when you get to that last piece of towel on the paper towel because it's 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 tough. It's sticky to like pull off. And, yes. and when you get it off of the roll, half of it you can't use because it has like the glue on it. Yes. Now today we had a separate issue. The paper towels were back because they were in. You found them. Wow. They were in the uh, they were in the separate issue. surprise closet. Right. Okay. Yeah. I come in now. I'm on like. Maybe four hours total sleep a night. Sure. Because of the newborn. We're up doing feedings every two hours. And you're checking Aussie Open scores. Yes, of course. Always. <laughs> she's 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 going to be a great tennis player because she's just <laughs> absorbing the tennis through feedings, right? You act like you're not getting sleep. Meanwhile, I'm at home without baby watching all of the you're tennis. Not, dude, you're not up at 3.30 and 5.30 and then 7.30. Novak played last night. What time? It was at 3.30. Did you watch? No, last night. That's what I thought. So on ESPN Plus. What are we doing? So I I come in this morning and I was like, you know what I need? Some coffee. And I go to our coffee machine. Sure. And there are no cups. We're out of the paper cups. There's always like stacks of paper cups. Right. Now we have mugs. They're accessible. They're there. We have mugs. Why didn't you use a mug? I just let me finish. We have we have <laughs> mugs, but I was looking for a paper cup because I was going to come down here to do to produce Carmen Yurko. Sure. Didn't want to be responsible for a mug and then leave it here and then someone's got to touch my used mug and all that kind of stuff, right? So you're going for two coffees at work today. Yeah, this is my second one because I'm going to a show after this. Okay. I'm going to a concert after this. So, right. so I a lot gotta, of caffeine. You're going to be coffee. a little jittery oh, later. I'm going to be, but it's a follow up boy show. Maybe I'll jump in the pit a little bit and get the uh, the energy out. You won't even have to rock. No, I'll just be, <laughs> you'll just just be shaking jitters. while you're, you're yeah, feeding. The jitters. Uh, <laughs> so there are no cups, right? And same paper toweled cupboard says sure. paper cups. Right. I open it up. No cups. Right, no cups. I heard you go into the supply closet. I go into the supply closet. Only lids. Mm. No cups anywhere. <laughs> just lids. To be found. Right? You have to go to the cup store. I had to go to the you, cup store. So someone eventually, went to the lid store and I went only back, got lids. I found, I found like a stack. Someone had like a stack of four 
So I just grabbed one. It might have been used. I don't know. It's whatever. And I used that cup, right? And now I'm using that cup again for I'm reusing my cup for a second time today. So we are out. We are it's resourceful. We are of officially you. out of cups, though. This is not a hey. They're in a closet. That you. We are officially out of cups. Does Travis know? Uh, yes, because he was in the supply closet as well. Did he order? And more? I was like, we're out of cups. I know Waddle put an inquiry in as well. Oh, yes. See? So well, see that that that's key because unfortunately you're a nice guy and, and you're a good teammate, but you don't move the needle. No. But God, when Tom no. Waddle no. says that there are no cups, you yeah. know that there will be cups. Waddle is the have, needle. See, have, Waddle moves the needle. No, have, he doesn't move it. He is the needle. We have, He's the need. You're right. We have two gigantic boxes of lids, but no one uses the lids. Oh, they went to just lids. So they didn't we go have, to just cups. We, we need cups. Cups have been ordered. We're getting cups. So there was no way for me to replace right. the cups. But I told the person, hey, we need cups. Now, now to, to work the full story, um, yesterday, I looked for more paper towel. I could not find more paper towel. So then I went and found the person, Travis Wacker, who would know mm. where more paper towel would be found. Oh, yeah, he's the man. He found more paper towel. Yeah. And at that time, I took the paper towel and I replaced it. So there was a fresh roll in the mm. kitchen for whoever walked into the kitchen next. Company man, you're a good man. I brought this to the attention of some. Yeah. It was green-lighted to be put on the air. Yes. I didn't want to blast teammates. No. How I was given the green how light. How you go after Greg Morin like that? I was given the green light to put it on the air. I'm not accusing Morin for this. You are the one that did that. Uh, but then uh, earlier today, uh, we received a text message from Jordan Sherwood. Now, you may know Jordan. As a co-host on the MMA podcast with Abdallah. Yeah, 10 of you know. He's your your podcast host. He's great on covering the MMA. He's He's also an MC here at ESPN 1000. Uh, White Sox radio network sales. He he covers it all. And Jordan sends us this message earlier today through text. Here's the message. It's a video he sends to us. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm in the kitchen. No cups. What am I going to do? I'm going to go get some cups. Not complain about it on social media. I'm going to go get some cups. Get them. Okay. Hmm. So there's Jordan earlier today sending this to us, a group text message, this video. Oh, my God. I'm in the kitchen. No cups. What am I going to do? I'm going to go get some cups. Not complain about it on social media. I'm going to go get some cups. Get them. Okay. So that's the video that was sent to us earlier today. Funny he sent that, from right? From Jordan Sherwood funny earlier that, this afternoon. Funny that he sent that. Yeah. Because I'm looking at the approximate time of sending. Huh. 2.18 p.m. Okay? Yeah. I went to go get more coffee at around 5.25 before we came down here for Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie. Sure. Still no cups. So he sent that. Unbeknownst to him, there are no more cups. There's no cups to get, Jordan. And this furthers the point that maybe, maybe, maybe someone, maybe someone. And our sales team. Is feeling a little guilty about taking the last paper towel. Now, I'm I'm looking on your Twitter feed right now. Mm-hmm. Adam A. Abdallah. Did not tweet about I it. I am right here. I'm Actually, looking I did, at all technically. The, I'm looking at all I of it. I quote tweeted you. 
And I don't see complaining. All I said was show yourself. Let it, let it be known who it is. Who's the three? Huh? Uh, but I don't see you complaining about no cups. I didn't complain about no cups. I'm a resourceful man. And I found a cup, whether it's used or not, now, and just put coffee in it. If Jordan was listening to the show yesterday, you would have heard me say from the start that I saw it was empty and I went to seek out someone to find more paper towels to replace it to help out my fo- my fellow teammates. Not to complain. I didn't. Did I post anything on social media to complain? No. Did I post any? Did I, did I bring it up on the show to complain? No. No. We were just trying to help out. But you're right, Abdallah. It's interesting. Someone sends this this afternoon. Oh my God. Jordan. I'm in the kitchen. No cups. What am I going to do? I'm going to go get some cups. Not complain about it on social media. I'm going to go get some cups. Hmm. Get them. Okay. That sounds like someone who saw a post that we were talking about it yesterday on the show, but didn't actually listen to the show, who may or may not have taken the last paper towel. Hmm. Just saying. A little guilty? It's it's interesting. He didn't like the post on social media, but I guess the 15-minute segment we had yesterday during Greenie was okay. Yeah. Listen, I know Jordan. If Jordan had more cups, he would have supplied more cups. The thing is, he didn't supply more cups because he didn't have any cups. There's no cups to be had. Hmm. But nobody was complaining about not having cups. I realized when I couldn't find them that I went around the building. All right, we'll just order them. We'll get them like that. That's how it goes. But I think think he's a little guilty. Or feels a little guilty, maybe. Maybe he was the one taking the last paper towel. It's an interesting text that we received earlier today. Hmm. Interesting. Stephen Bourbonnet, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Steve? Hey, guys. I I have the same grievance, actually. I went through a process today where I manage a grocery store on the south side, right? And um, we have have some special special people that work there, and they... They actually work a concierge service in the in the bathrooms, just in the men's bathrooms, right? So we're out of paper towels also, and he's looking for the key. I don't have the key, right? So we get a pair of pliers, and then I, it's 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 go time for me, right? So I'm, I'm asking him for five minutes out of bounds, you know what I mean? And um, come back, you know, t- take care of the business, come back. Um, I got you. Nothing's cleaned. Nothing's cleaned. There's there's dirty little pubes everywhere, oh. and <laughs> it's just it's just a it's a it's just a shit show. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Like, yeah. It? No. Yeah. Oh. Great. Well, thank you, Steve. Thanks for the phone call. <laughs> well, let's let's swiftly switch here. Can yeah. I give you a Fanduel game of the night? <laughs> what a segue! Go ahead. Well, I mean, we gotta let the we gotta let the beat build back up, right? <laughs> Just let it be silent for a second. Jeez. 
Chris, it's time for the FanDuel game tonight. It's brought to you by FanDuel. Use the promo code of Dalla, A-B-D-A-L-L-A, and get $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. And if I were you tonight, I would place that $5 bet on the number one team in the country. They are not number one, but they should be number one. They're top two, and they're not two. That is the Alabama Crimson Tide. They are at home. They're taking on Mississippi State. They are an 11.5-point favorite. Put that 5 bucks on Alabama, minus 11.5, and, and you're going to get $150 in free bets. Just use that promo code of Dalla. A-B-D-A-L-L-A. Is that play endorsed by the Tyoc, Tyler Aki? 1,000% Alabama and SEC play has won by an average margin of 21 points per game. Ooh, baby! In conference play. Baby! So place that $5 back at $150 in free bets. Just use that promo code Abdallah, A-B-D-A-L-L-A. That's your FanDuel game of the night. Coming up next, we have a topic that Abdallah has been itching to get to. He's been, uh, he has a lot of big thoughts on the Baseball Hall of Fame, and that's coming up next. Okay. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. (laughs) ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. We talked a lot of football tonight. We'll continue talking football with you here on ESPN 1000. But Abdallah has a uh, he has bold opinions, hot takes, and thoughts about the Baseball Hall of Fame. How about this, Abdallah? They're allowing one person in. Eight-time Gold Glove winner, third baseman Scott Rowland makes the Baseball Hall of Fame. Your thoughts? Well, Chris, that's how it should be. Because listen, this yeah. is a, this is a Hall of Fame. No cheaters, no liars, sure. no steroid takers in my Hall of Fame. The baseball, the this baseball Hall of Fame. Shh, the baseball Hall of Fame is sacred. Okay, yeah. sacred. And you should not be putting in these people that cheated, these that people. cheated the fans out of their hard-earned money and us viewers hard out of our Americans. hard-earned hours. I work too damn long and too damn hard to come home to sit down and watch a baseball game to know that it's being played by cheaters and liars and those who would like to what? tarnish the great game, the great game that has been plagued by years of tarnishing by <laughs> cheating scandals that go all the way back to the, the Black Sox. How the, dare the they? pure game of How baseball. How dare they? How dare they stay one step, step ahead of all of the tests? How dare they? This is a travesty. This is a sham. This is a travesham mockery is what this is. Yes. And I will not take this. So it's good to see that an honorable man like Scott Rowland, an honorable man, is being put into the Hall of Fame and no one else, nobody else gets through this gate that I am keeping. Nobody else. Yeah, so let's give credit to the... The good old days of baseball. The good old days of baseball. Give credit to the crusty old white men of the baseball writing world gatekeeping their sports, not allowing anyone into the Hall of Fame. Well, Chris, I'll tell you what, I remember the good old days, the good old days, yeah. when, when in order to get into the Hall of Fame, first you had to have a vote, and then you had to win a match. You had to win a boxing match. You would come in, and someone would box you in the ears. You would put up your fists, Fight and your you fists would stand up, around, you would spin around in a circle, and then you would box someone's ears, and not until then did you make it into the Hall of Fame. And it was a sacred Hall of Fame, a, fa- a Hall of Fame with, with two short McGillicully, and two tall Jefferson, and, and just, two what? And, and just 
the right height bill. <laughs> just the, the, thing, the thing about just the right height bill is that he was perfect for the game. The perfect player. Why? Right, bill. Why? Just the right height. He's just the right height. And the funny thing about too tall, he was actually a short man, and too short was actually a tall man. That's right. how it was. Yeah, That's well, how, yeah. And you know what? That that was the thing about uh, uh, about nicknames back in the day. Is which, that, <laughs> which one was the slapper? The slapper? Yeah, there's the, always a little slapper oh, that gets the into the hall. Was for back in the slapper was guy, James. <laughs> he would hit stuff. Didn't matter what it was, he would just hit stuff. He would take a bat, and what you had to do is he was a blind man, Chris. He was blind, and he would come He's in. He would just hit things. He would put a bat in his hand, and he would just swing. And what you would have to do is you'd have to place him in the box, and you'd have to just sit there. And that's where we got the technology for the lights now, sure. because we would hit a bell, right. and the bell would go ding, and that's okay. when he would know how to hit the baseball. What? And he would hit it long, and he would hit it far, Chris. And we put him into the Hall of Fame. That's what we did. Okay, well, uh, th- thank you to the, the old, crusty... Baseball Writers on, Association Brad. of America for, for voting Scott Rowland into the Hall of Fame. Because, you know, sitting around watching baseball in the past, <laughs> I really thought to myself, man, this Scott Rowland is a Hall of Famer when I watched him play. He got 76% of the vote. You need 75 to get into the Hall. Todd Helton missed. He was at 72%. Billy Wagner also missed out at 68%. Andrew Jones at 58%. So on and so forth. Alex Rodriguez, apparently to the Baseball Writers of America, is not a Hall of Famer. Only getting 35% of the vote. Same with Manny Ramirez. One of the best hitters I've ever seen in my life. Ridiculous. Not worthy. And let's not even get started about Roger Clemens, the best pitcher of the 90s. Uh, and then also Barry Bonds, the best baseball player I've seen play the game of baseball. But forget that uh, because the baseball writers of America are so pure that in their sport, they can only have Scott Rowland as a Hall of Famer for this class inducted into the Hall of Fame. Chris, Congrats. reminds me of the one year yeah. we only in- inducted one man back in the day. We only inducted one man. It was 1917. We only inducted oh. one person. It was Jimothy Hot Dog Smith. Jimothy Hot Dog Smith. You know what yeah. the funny thing about Jimothy Hot Dog Smith? He could hit a ball as far as you could see. Sure. He was also a pitcher, too. Played in the field. Played every position. One game. In one game, he actually played as the only man in the field. He pitched. He was the ba- everywhere. The batter would hit, and he would have to run. He would have to run as far as he could out to the outfield to sure. catch the ball. And then he would have to throw it high up into the air and have to get all the way back to first base in time to tag the batter out. The problem was they lost that game 104 to 1. Yeah, they lost a- that game 104 to 1, but that's not the best fact about Jimothy Hot Dog Smith. Well, you know what, what the fun the best- fact about Jimothy Hot Dog Smith? <laughs> what, no ketchup? Do you want to know? No ketchup? Do you want to know? The world's first vegan. Hot Dog Smith. I don't think they had vegan dogs back then. Jimothy Hot Dog Smith. Um, so there you go. Uh, congratulations to baseball fanatics everywhere. Their Hall of Fame is boring. And the baseball writers are gatekeepers. And the best players from the sport in the 90s and in the 2000s are not included in the Hall of Fame. Why? Because the sport is pure. And only those who are pure baseball players get to get to the Hall of Fame. Like Jimothy Hot Dog Smith and <laughs> yes, like Jimothy Hot just Dog the right Smith. size James. Yes. It was just the right size. Just the right size. <laughs> so congratulations. <laughs> and, you know, it all comes back to Rob Manfred. Hello. Uh, the commissioner of baseball. This is a quick switch for me. I feel like Caliendo. And his, his sport. <laughs> uh, you know, because I feel as if you could say it doesn't really matter. But to me, when you're keeping out the best of the best just because of outdated thoughts or the fact that 
They want to be righteous as the voters. Uh, it, it hurts the sport. It hurts the sport that people like Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds and Alex Rodriguez are not Hall of Famers. Well, think about it. It like, does. Like 60 years from now, in the Baseball Hall of Fame, when it's just floating heads like in Futurama. Yeah. Or if it's not a sport anymore because all the people that like baseball will, might be dead by then. Um, <laughs> when kids go to see the Hall of Fame, you're not going to have these guys in there. Of course not. Like, that, that's how are you going to remember David Ortiz and Manny Ramirez and Roger Clemens and, and Rodriguez? Like, all these guys. Like, how are you going to men- remember these guys? Like, these are the guys. Yeah, okay, whatever. Steroid era. I don't care. That's our childhood. Like that, it's an era of baseball. You're just going to black out an entire era of baseball. Well, but they, they pick and choose, right? So like some are okay, but some are not. And that's my problem with it. We didn't know at the time who was using, who wasn't using. Nah, we knew. don't have a list of who was doing what. They knew. So when we watched the games, and Barry Bonds was the best player of those games, he's the best player in those games. Yeah. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. The, my favorite player of all time is Ken Griffey Jr. The best player I've ever seen was Barry Bonds. Yeah. End of story. It's just what it is. And oh, Ortiz is in. That's my bad. He was we, inducted last year. We like to celebrate. Thanks, Twitch. Well, how did you get that wrong? You're a good I baseball man. I don't care about Halls of Fame. We're doing a whole bit on Baseball and I Hall don't, of Fame. And I don't care about it because they're dumb about it. I'd well, care if you were putting in the right people. Can we at least celebrate Rob Manfred? Hello. And when he gave the MVP trophy for the World Series to Corey Seager. Corey, you thrilled our fans throughout the postseason with a great performance. You led the Dodgers to a World Series victory, and it's my pleasure to recognize your great play with the Willie Mays Most Valuable Player Award presented by Chevrolet. Now, we must say he was medically cleared from that situation. Is it earpiece issue he claims? So he claims. Feedback but medically, in his head. okay. We are not making fun of someone that was having a medical Hello. issue. But Rob Manfred sounded like he was in trouble. Last Corey. night, we thrilled our fans. Corey. With the induction, <laughs> not the Corey. induction, the naming of the Hall Corey. of Fame. Scott. <laughs> Roland. Scott. Roland. Roland. We, Corey. we thank you for joining Corey. us in Cooperstown, where one you thrilled our fans will have one speech. The postseason with a great performance. No, <laughs> Alex Rodriguez, get out. You led the Dodgers. Manny Ramirez, get out. Corey. Roger Clemens, out. Scott Rowland, in. Uh, Abdallah, I think Jack in Lakeview has some thoughts for you. Jack, you're on ESPN 1000. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, use your phrase or borrow part of it. You know, you said that's a crusty old white guy's keeping these guys out of yeah. the Hall of Fame. Well, I'm, I'm not a crusty old white guy, but I'm probably an apprentice crusty old white guy. Okay, <laughs> uh, but but to me, this is real simple. You know, I'm sorry the heroes of your youth uh, aren't going to get into the Hall of Fame. The only people they have to thank for not getting into the Hall of Fame. And I'm talking about Bonds, and I'm talking about Rodriguez, and I'm talking about Clements. The people they have to blame is themselves. They broke the rules. And either rules mean something or they mean nothing. If they mean nothing, you have chaos. Okay? You mentioned the 1919 Black Sox scandal, you know, that there was cheating all the way back to that era. You're right. And what happened? Those guys were banned from baseball for life. Banned. In other words, 
execute, uh, you know, there, there's an action, and then you have to take responsibility for the right. action. Right. And the consequence was they're banned. And these guys, as, as great as they were, and, and I think that Bonds would have made the Hall of Fame if he had never taken steroids. But he did. And his career was forfeited in terms of that last and final accolade. So, I, I, you know, I, I wish you guys would quit crying for guys that put themselves into this trick bag by cheating. But I'm looking, Jack, I'm looking at the Baseball Hall of Fame Band. website. There is, an, there, is a, there is an exhibit for the Black Sox in the Hall of Fame. And, and, it's, and it's not a complimentary doesn't matter. Exhibit. They're still Is there, it? but it's still, but just put, oh, the, come put on. the steroid come on, guys man. in a different that's way a, if you that's, have to. That's, that's like that's like saying that a guy with a wanted poster up in the post office uh, has some sort of fame. Well, no, it depends that's on the not, picture. If it's not, a good, not, is it a good picture? Depends on who it is. Uh, Jack, let me ask you this. So you're, are you saying just ban the entire generation of uh, players? Because how do you know the, who used, who the, didn't? How, how, do you, how do you know who used? You're smart, guys. It, you 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 knew when it was happening, okay? I don't I'll just know. Give you the one, baseball writers who are voting on, on this hang didn't on, know. Hang on, you you asked me a question, and I'll give you the answer if you'll let oh. me answer it. Oh yeah, okay? absolutely. Okay, uh, while it was happening, you knew that the Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire season was was a farce and a fraud. But did you watch it? For, 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 let them answer. It doesn't matter. What's your problem? It doesn't matter. Let them answer. The whole country ahead, was, was enthralled with that. I'm giving that you the floor, race, it, it, It's all from, about you, Jack. From, 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 from 19, whatever year Babe Ruth hit the aughts. 60 home runs, 1927, yeah. whatever. Yeah, aughts. And you, you ought to get some manners. Have a nice night. Oh, Jack, we're having a baseball conversation. Yeah. I mean, right. you watched. Every, he even said he watched those games, right? Everybody watched. When McGuire and Sosa were up at bat, battling for the home run title, setting records, ESPN would cut into Barry Bonds' home runs the way they did for Aaron Judge this year during college football games and pissed off everybody. Every night, they would cut in on radio and TV to Barry Bonds at bats. I don't think Jack likes our show. That's fine. We're never going to get our own show if we keep it not up. Not like this. No, not, no we're not. Not like this, you young whippersnapper. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. You're listening to Black, 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 Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Thank you to Tyler Aki and Nick Moxall producing tonight's show. Bluck and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. No show tomorrow. We'll be back on Friday in for Greeny at 10 a.m. right here on ESPN 1000. Abdallah, before we uh, get to the rest of the calls, because I know that it's a hot debate, the Hall of Fame. Just watch your manners, Abdallah. Uh, in in uh, topics that you will hear a lot about tomorrow, uh, there's a viral video going around tonight from the Loyola basketball game. Did you see this video? Tyler brought it to my attention. There was an Uber Eats delivery guy who walked whoa, out whoa, onto whoa, the floor. Whoa. You right there? Yeah, it was my phone. Don't worry you about okay? it. You okay? Yeah, don't worry about it. Need a nap? Nap no. time? No. You just pull the cap. No, it's, uh, I won't get into it. 
It's an alarm. So Tyler brought it to my attention. There's a video of an right Uber now. Eats delivery guy who walks onto the floor while the game is taking place looking for his delivery. How do you get into the stadium? Well, obviously someone ordered food to the stadium and this guy, t- or someone just paid a lot of money for some advertising. I don't think so. In the middle of a game that's being broadcast on ESPN Plus, I don't think that that's the case. Well, regardless, it's going to go viral. That's not the issue. Isn't where the game was broadcast. It could have been a high school game. This is I'm. This is this is marketing. This is marketing. I don't think so. Well, then what's wrong with this guy? You don't order Uber Eats to courtside games at Kent's basketball. But how do they allow him like into the stadium and just walk freely around the stadium? They, hey, I've got an order here. Just let me in. How does that happen? So he's just walking around. He makes it to the baseline, and he's walking in front of like the courtside seats that are right there. I saw another video. Apparently, he's still at the game too. He's just bumming it at the Loyola Duquesne. I'm game. telling you, man, Hanging this out. is this is some this is some viral advertising. All right, Rick and Downers Grove, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Rick? Hey guys, uh, funny actually. You talk about Uber Eats. I actually work for Uber, and that's absolutely something that they'll do. Bang. Actually, uh, Wow. They'll have them go on to uh, the court at, like, Golden State. The headquarters is actually connected to the Golden State um, Stadium. Sure. And I'll send them wrong. Anyway, uh, no, just talking about the Hall of Fame piece. So I, I'm mixed. Like, that's definitely my generation of when I grew up and watching these guys. It, it, so I, I see it in two ways. One, it probably is a de- deterrent, right? So <clears throat> let's say they start letting all these guys in. Then 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road, you know, could steroids now pop back up, right? Because, like, well, they finally did let them in, so let's go ahead and do it. That could be a reason. The other thing, though, honestly, in 50 years, you're still going to know who Barry Bonds is, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, more so because of this situation as opposed to, you know, kind of a no-namer, like, uh, you know, whoever just got in that we're talking about. Scott Rowland. You're never going to remember. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to remember him 30 years. You probably won't remember him 10 years. Right, right. So, there's kind of two sides to it, but uh, at the end of the day, they they belong in there. I mean, they were the best, <laughs> best of the era. Mm-hmm. They should be in. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Rick. We go to Liam in Naperville. Hello, Liam. Hey, what's going on, Abdallah? Liam, well, you're always, always very relaxed always when you come on the air. Me, man. You're always you're always relaxed when you come on the air. Hello. What? You're very relaxed. You're like, hey, what's up? How's I it going? Mean, Bro, because you're you're a father now, man. You're oh, that's why you're relaxed. You know what I mean? <laughs> because I can tell that you, that you can relate to me a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're just always tired. Um, you know what? You, you have to go through that before. Um, that's what I'm saying. Hey, I've done but man, I congratulate you, man. Thank uh, you. Daughters are awesome. Thank you. I uh, wish you the best. You know, uh, you're you're great, brother. Thank you, know, you. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we went through the 2020 pandemic. And I think all the Twitchers, all of us, thank you for that. And, you know, um, and I, you know, Chris has been a little, a little bit feisty, man. Ooh, wow. You know? you I don't know why. What am I, I being feisty about? okay over there? What's wrong? How am I being yeah, feisty? I don't know. That, you know, that's what I told him a little, you know, I used to live in Avondale before I moved to Neverbone by my house here. Sure. That, you know. And um, and I'm like, hey, Chris, go ahead and go to the demon. Have you have you been there now or not? Uh, I'm not yet, but I, I know where it is. I know exactly where that right? is on Belmont. Yep. 
you have everything around there. So anyway, we, guys, we're running know, out of show, my man. Hey, but you know what? Tanking is not the answer. I'm against tanking. All right, for the Bulls, and it's just one of the worst things that can happen anywhere. To okay. To he hung up on. I did not. You do didn't that. touch it. You I didn't did not touch do it. that. You didn't touch it. I saw you. Your hand off the thing. I saw it. I saw it. Carmen in North Riverside. Say goodnight to the good people. Good night, Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports on FM one hundred point three HD two, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN one thousand. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.